0: Secret Little Show. Sarah,
1: Vinny, Secret Show for Tuesday, June 29th. Good morning. Thank you for joining us, good Sarah, Vinny, Bryn, and Nikki. So and good to be here. Yeah, it's, we're <laughs> super excited to be here, and uh, there's a lot to talk about today. I, I kind of don't know where to start. I kind of want to go with uh, the shittiest NFT.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. All
1: right. I, because I I saw this this morning, and I and I do want to talk about it. It's a really, so NFTs, non-fungible tokens, it's something that you, it's a digital file that you own, even though anybody can reproduce it, or but you somehow have the ownership of it. Well, this one, he's calling it, so this is a, I'm start at the beginning. There's a guy who's named Maddie Moe. Matty Moe. Matty Moe. Mo. He's an artist. And he is like a, I think he's out of Boston. And he put together a community of artists that he calls the most the most famous artist. So it's like a collective, and it's a website, and you can see all these people. So you have to, you know, you, you I guess curates this group of artists, and they're all they all do this different stuff. But it's so that you can say you're part of the most famous artist, um, and you can call yourself I'm I'm the most famous artist. However, you want to do it. It's a. That's it's important. like a whole. It's an art thing. Mm-hmm. So this guy, who's the brainchild, you know, he's the guy who came this up with guy. this. This guy, Maddie Mo, <laughs> Maddie Mo, uh, he has come up with the most shittiest NFT. So the most famous artist, the most shittiest NFT. Terrible language here. Um, this is what he's calling a fidgetal artifact. Hmm. So. And there's all, there's all kinds of stuff about carbon footprints and everything. Apparently it takes to mine digital tokens and bitcoins and crap like that. It takes resources. I don't really know how all this works. What I will say though is that if you buy this one, this most shittiest NFT, you not <laughs> only get the rights to the digital entity, the digital file, but you also get a piece of human shit Enclosed in glass. Shut up. Is that a joke? No, it's called, it's in a crapsule, he called it. it's. It's human shit. Oh, that's adorable. Human feces poked into like a little, you know, a Comtrex tab or whatever those things are called. Like, you know, a vitamin pill looks like. Uh-huh. But in a, you know, a capsule. So it's a crapsule and it's fidgetal, which means you get a physical object and the digital file. But I didn't, uh, and by the way, 100% of this is being auctioned off. 100% of the proceeds, I don't know what they'll get for this, but people seem to want to pay all kinds of money for things that sort of exist and aren't really exclusively yours, even though you've somehow paid for the rights to them. So someone is going to come up with a million bucks for this, and the money's going to go to Gut Brain axis Research huh? for Autism Spectrum Disorder. Oh. They say that there's like a gut brain relationship. It's what you're putting in can affect what's going to your head. That kind of thing. So they're they're looking to, and which is a worthy cause. Got it. They can find something that you could change a kid's diet and,
0: mm-hmm. Man, and help them I'm with their autism. That gut life right now for mm. sure. Yeah. And it, there's a there's a lot of books and people out there who are struggling with this sort of. The the food connection to your health, period. Right. It's a well. Struggle. That's it.
1: I mean, we learned it when we were little kids watching Schoolhouse Rock. You are what you eat. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's. I mean, and no one has to be more cognizant of that than someone who's got issues. Like right. uh, your daughter has what you think is Crohn's disease, and and even if that's not exactly what it is, that's you. You have to be so careful with what you
0: give her. It is a thing, and I never knew it. And I just it's there's no because other you never way had to, describe to worry it. about it, right. right. But if it has something to do with also um autism, and that I bet you, anything there's there's a hundred books on that specific subject. absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see where the research goes in the next yeah. ten years.
1: I see stuff all the time about they talk about getting the right things into your guts. To deal with the foods that you eat, mm-hmm. and uh, there's like you know science whole thing whole arms of science that are dedicated to you know your it's like um the yogurt stuff where they talk about you need the live culture yogurt you uh, need to have probiotics. that kind of yeah probiotics yeah. that kind of crap yeah uh, and I don't mean to call it crap as in I don't think it works because I absolutely think I mean your body is your processing plant for whatever it is you're putting into it and if it can't process it you have problems so anyway this most shittiest nft it is for a good cause (laughs) the name of it is just not something i could say on the regular air and i thought oh, we could talk about the most shittiest nft and it is a crapsule of human feces Mm -hmm. which is in a block of glass it's actually quite an interesting it would be a nice thing to have to talk about if you don't mind having someone's shit in your house i do yeah but if you've got funny money, then maybe you'd be like, you know what I need. All is, right. the, is the picture you see in a cube? Yeah, in like a cube. This? Yep, okay. there it is. See. see the little capsule in the middle? Tiny or capsule crapsule. Or... Okay. Yeah, just a tiny and, and I'm not seeing whose shit it is. Hold on, let me see if I can find out whose it is. Uh, It's talk, it talks about everything that it contains. Various bacteria, various strains set inside a gelatin capsule and it's cast in 19 layers of glass the weight is 14 kilograms i don't know how much that is and then the so that's the physical thing that you get and then the digital is a photo capture with via 360 uh degree single access robotic who cares uh you get a you also get a digital file that people can that people already have because there it is right on the website for the most (laughs) shittiest nft.com So if you want to check it out. Actually, they're bidding right now. So if you want to, let me bid. Let me see what it... It's fun oh, to hear no. you
0: say that a lot. I like it's
1: it. It's at $11,000. $11,000. The reserve price is not yet met. But you can, I mean, I I went to the shittiestnft.com and then you can find, it says right on the front page, bid here. So hey, maybe, so. listen, if a Secret Show listener gets this, Please tell us. We don't want to see it or anything. It's shit. It's human, human right.
0: shit. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, but I do like anything that's for a good cause. I, when you were talking about uh, Stapleton earlier today and saying he's doing this, what's that? the name of that app that you go on? Cameo. Cameo. He's doing Cameo. At first I thought, oh, come on. You don't need the money. And then when it's for a good cause, mm-hmm. I love it. I, I know, you it. can
1: do anything for a cause, and people will, people go, all right, let me consider this. I'm down. I care about that cause, or mm-hmm. what have you. Um, speaking of things that I can't talk about on the air, Zoe Kravitz, who is the uh, the daughter of Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet, and might be the most beautiful creature that strolls She's the She's beautiful, earth. no doubt. She's in Little Lies, Big Little Lies. Isn't that, that's Zoe? Yes. Uh, and, yeah. and she also did, um... She did those ASMR beer videos where she's sitting and she's you know, oh, yeah. cracking the... Mm-hmm. I think it was like a Super Bowl thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Zoe Kravitz is directing a movie that stars Channing Tatum and the it's called
0: Pussy Island. Oh, this is why all the rumors oh. are out there that her and Channing Tatum are together.
2: Oh, that makes sense. They're out there. Okay, That's
0: why okay. I'm seeing yeah. that because they're making a movie together. Okay. So she's
1: making a movie starring Channing Tatum. It's called Pussy Island. Uh, The thing is, the movie has a message. It's about an L.A. cocktail waitress named Frida who wants to get with a rich tech mogul named Slater King. She finally does get to his inner circle and ends up on his private island, Pussy Island, partying with beautiful people. But then she learns there's something terrifying going on. Uh, Zoe also wrote the script, and she says, Hold on, let me do S- ASMR. As a woman in general and a woman in this industry, I've experienced some pretty wild behavior from the opposite sex. There's absolutely a thriller element to the film. Somebody crack a beer during this. That would be a good part of the, Thank you. Crap. <laughs> but it has comma, drama. Oh, sorry, it has comedy and <laughs> many commas in camera. the script. It has commas and exclamation points <laughs> and drama and real heart. At heart, though, it's a genre thriller. So she wanted uh, Channing to play the billionaire. She says, I got the sense he's a true feminist, and I wanted to collaborate with someone who was clearly interested in exploring this subject matter of a billionaire with a pussy island.
2: So yeah. what's the horror on, on Pussy Island? Everybody just gets attacked by pussies or something? Oh. Like, I don't get the horror part. Well, maybe
1: nobody ever escapes Pussy Island. Like, once you're Mm. on Pussy Island, now you're just one of the available pussies. Like, we're
0: all (laughs) addicts of of that now. I don't know why you can't say pussy pussy on the air.
1: Pussy is so cute.
0: It is. Agreed. Pussy. (laughs) It's also kind of, like, dirty, though.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean.
0: That's why you can't say it on the air. Oh, it's right. a nice
1: little word, though. Like I could call you if you were wimpy. I could say, "Yeah, you're being a pussy about it." Mm-hmm. Right. Don't be a pussy. Well, about
0: don't it. try to come up with a theory on these rules that we I know, because th- the that line's not follow. even clear. It's not even right. a clear line. You can
1: say jugs, knockers, but you can't say tits. Tits is a cute little
0: word. Tits. Weird. I like tits.
1: I like titties. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good word. <laughs> anyway, Zoe Kravitz is directing. Is so it now there? There you go. I've satisfied all the stories I can't say on the air because I didn't want to say rhymes with wussy. Wow, mm. you know it's Pussy Island. That's the name of it.
2: Well, how, how are, are they gonna?
0: Capsule?
2: How can they promote this?
0: Yeah, I, that's it just a. We're to doing me, like... it for them. I
2: mean, you can't even say Shits yeah. Creek. But they well, won't have know, commercials
0: actually. for it. How are they, they gonna? I
2: wonder if they'll put like a,
1: you know, a P and a Y, and then like. A dollar sign and an exclamation point and a question mark.
0: I bet you they changed (laughs) the name.
1: Probably, I mean, if they're just getting as, going on it.
0: As soon as it gets to the suits, the suits are going to say, we cannot, ha- it's going to be called, and they'll They have- can
1: promote it on, I well, yeah, they, what if, what they if, could promote it on on Netflix be- if it was a, I don't, doesn't say. It yeah, just like says she's they doing a movie, can so. see it on HBO. I mean, they right. have all kinds of, you know. But I don't really know if they would swear during their promos or have that written. I don't know if they do that. Anyway, that is not our problem. And speaking of problems. Oh, do we have some good ones? We have listeners who have problems. Oh good. And that's one of the things we do on here. And listen, now that we do it five days a week, we need lots of problems. (laughs) Send us your pro any problem, big, small, whatever it is, we can handle it. Don't worry about us. Um this one I found this interesting because I question this myself sometimes, and, and this, I don't have little kids anymore, but you're right in the thick of that, the two of you, and, mm-hmm. and Nicole, you have nieces, you know. I yeah, know. I was just like um, But this is, uh, but neighborhoods make or break a house. If you like your neighbors, or if you even just aren't bothered by your neighbors, some people aren't neighborly, and they just hello, they'll give you a wave, but they don't want to stop and yeah. chat, and mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to have long conversations with my neighbors every day, but I'll do it in the interest of being a good neighbor. Right. You know, God forbid you get someone who's constantly working on their house moving in next door to you <laughs> and never stops. Jesus. I mean, those Again? people better be
0: damn neighborly. With the porta potty and the cul de
1: sac, my God, man. You know, well, look, I, you know, I want to make sure everybody's got a place to pee. I don't want them going in the neighbor's yard. You know, I'm just trying to be a good neighbor.
0: Mm. How about inside your house? <sighs> but their feet are dirty.
1: Uh-huh. Long walk from the
0: door. I
2: just
1: don't. Plus, I'm sitting on the couch all lazy, I don't want them right. seeing me
0: without other sweating. I know. Oh my god. And you you and your Jen Aniston nipples. <laughs> Literally no. <laughs> I don't think
1: any. I just put a blanket that, over though. me. Really, nobody notices that. Unless
0: it's cold. Usually, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to say. On anyway. Sarah, least, you mean? Yeah, she always wears very baggy t-shirts. Yeah. So you know. Well, it's by like... design, right? Right. But. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt she's got the Aniston. Look at this. This,
1: this this T-shirt's so long you can't even see. I have <laughs> she's on wearing her. no pants.
0: Oh, she's like wearing no pants. She's no You're pants. You're no pants lady. I'm a no wow.
1: pants lady. I'm just.
0: This is me. This could totally <laughs> be the clip of the day.
1: But it won't be the clip of the day. I have shorts on. So.
0: Oh, oh, oh all
1: right.
2: man, you ruined it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it does. I, I walked in. I went. Oh, it doesn't look like I have pants. No, on that's kind of hot. <laughs> fun. Yeah, if I wasn't a hundred. Anyway. Back to neighbors. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) When we were kids, neighbors were, they were the police. I mean, everybody's kids were outside and everyone in my, like, you knew who the mean parents were and who the cool parents were and you knew where to not run and Mm -hmm. don't cut across that guy. You know, Mr. Verdone is going to get you. Mm -hmm. Uh, He would actually chase you. So anyway, you have so neighbors. So this, this family, this lady, let me see if I'm allowed to say her name or not. Kt, or possibly just Katie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> hey, you guys, I got a little problem that could use some outsider perspective. Okay. We moved into our first home the week after the shelter-in-place began in March of 2020. So they had just closed on a home. This what an exciting time in people's mm-hmm. lives, and that's you know you want to do stuff, you want to get out there. I mean, then the supply chain ended. I mean, I'm sure it's right. been I'm sure it's been challenging. We're in a safe neighborhood, and we lucked out with some nice families in the homes located on our street. Next door is a family with one child around our kid's age, and an all-around normal couple that we met early on after moving in. The husband's cordial says hello. He'll make small talk if it's warranted, but the wife is on a whole nother level of nice that sends pings of alarm through me. She's just, she's too nice. There's nothing that has felt wrong in the sense that I would want to avoid them, but in some cases I've felt weird, like their kid walks through my house without being invited in. Or another instance where I found her grabbing my toddler and snuggling him like you would your own family member. Things like that. Maybe it's my formative true crime podcast days. (laughs) that have made me overly <laughs> suspicious of everyone's intentions? Sure. So I might just sound batshit crazy to you all, or could it just be the lack of socializing this past year that has me insane? I'm a newer-ish mom, so I feel protective of my territory, almost to a fault. Why can't I let go of this bone? Can people just truly be nice without an ulterior motive? I mean, better safe than sorry, but I'd love any advice you think will help put my mind at ease. Hmm. If you I saw think, a neighbor hugging your kid, what would you? Think
0: I think about they that? have an ulterior motive, and it is neighborly bliss. That's my mm-hmm. bright side on this. Okay. I believe that when you move into a place and you have these people that live around you, especially if you like your neighborhood and want to stay, you find yourself doing. The be- And Sarah, you just said it. You try to do the best possible job. You'll make small talk even though you don't want to. Yeah. Because you want the best possible neighborly experience you can have. Right. I don't know about them hugging your kid, but they may just be that, t- you know. Right. They may be very in touch with that, that uh, the ability to show affection without it meaning, you know.
1: Anything else other than that.
0: Right. So there's, and that look. That I show the motive again. I'll show extra care for the kids in my neighborhood because I'd like to make sure they're looking after my kid as well. Mm-hmm. And so there is definitely that give and take. I'm right. So there's there's that in my opinion. That uh, now look the other thing you have to set boundaries. Yes. Mm-hmm. People don't walk into my house without knocking, even young people. Mm-hmm. So that you just say. Hey Corky, listen, you got to knock on our door and and we open it and let you in. Right, we like that's you. That's how houses work, and you're welcome here, but it has to be done this way for for us. Right, that's that's a it's not, and it doesn't. You don't have to do be rude to set boundaries. You just have to set them. Yeah, I think that's an easy one. I don't think you have a problem at all. I think you're lucky.
2: I I I, I think it's a little on. weird that the neighbor like snuggles the toddler um I I mean maybe she's this neighbor's just very affectionate but I love kids but I if I'm not really close with them I wouldn't automatically do that I would really feel the ground and then kind of ask hey is it okay if I pick your kid up like if they want me to I'm not gonna overset my boundary and Mm -hmm. just pick the kid up like unless they're in danger but it's that that part was a little weird to me Bryn, thoughts on this? You have a young, young I, I do.
0: yeah, and I'm I'm kind of on the same page w- that I think so far they've done nothing to that seems harmful, you know. Um, but I can see why being a new neighbor, you're especially after during the pandemic, you know, the mm-hmm. kind of sp- the spatial awareness is a little bit hype. hype uh, but I don't know. I feel like if, if you you set your boundaries and if you don't want if if you're uncomfortable with them snuggling with your child then you have to set up a situation so that it doesn't happen. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. I see the problem there as being, you know, kids run neighborhoods. I mean, we all ran together as a pack. So there's a couple things here for me. Like, first of all, the fact that it's the wife and not the husband makes me 5,000% more comfortable with it. I (laughs) hate to say it. I know it's a double standard. But if I saw a husband snuggle in my toddler, I'd be... Which is wrong.
0: It's not men wrong. Men can the be way. very, well, but no, men can the be very it, affectionate. Look, I'm going to tell you something. I have, I, I love my neighbors. I, a couple of the female neighbors that are in that sort of 13 to 16 age group, I, I've showed them Uh-oh. zero okay. attention. Whew. Compared to the, the, <laughs> the young boys. He showed them, that, pause what? what did no, he show I mean, them? I'm, trying to expl- I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. It's not because I don't like them or I don't want to be friendly, but I've. it's to the point that I can't even recognize them if they're not spatially in front of their home. I don't know. I, if they waved to me at the grocery store, I'd be like, oh, they must listen to our show. Hey, how you doing? And I wouldn't even realize, oh, that's the... The sixteen-year-old daughter from across the street. And that is
1: probably for the best, Vinny. It's that's just that's the way you're doing because your job in better. today's world, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just it's a it's a crazy world, and it's funny because I got a lot of uh, I I I had uncles and uh, grown men in my life who I felt completely comfortable climbing onto their lap and hugging on them, and they were just you know I I, I loved my uncles, um, and now I see that that is and and maybe that's just because it's a familial thing but I knew a lot of the neighbor kids dads and stuff too and I don't remember pugging on any of them but I certainly didn't feel a vibe I feel like it's okay it's the mom and I just I hate to say it it just seems so much less dangerous if you have a problem with it though I think Brynn is saying you set up a you set your boundaries and then you set up a situation where you can go I, I really prefer if you don't Hug on my kid, but then maybe you're the person that's like the jerk in this whole or, thing. Or, or, like, or, or, oh, my kid's sick. Yeah, my kid's sick. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> and you then as far as kids going in and out of your house, sometimes the sometimes in the summer everybody's door was open and kids were just running right. all yeah. around. Yeah, I mean, like
2: for that whole thing, um, my in high school my front door was a revolving door. Nobody knocked. Yeah. They would just come in. I would know when they were coming, and and a little bit in elementary school, but it was just back and forth. Yeah. It wasn't until, um. The first guy I brought around, he texts me. He's like, hey, I'm outside. I'm like, okay, yeah, just come in. And he goes, no, you need to come get me. Because my first oh, time here, I was oh, like, oh, you're right. Good. You're right. Yes,
1: yeah. I'm not going to be some stranger walking into your yeah, house. I didn't hey, think oh, of hey, that. Nick. How's it going, Nick?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't think right. of that. I just was like, come on in. Because everyone right. does. And then he's like, no, you need to come get me. I'm like, you're right. I totally KT, in
1: her note, also points out her formative true crime podcast days. There are There's a lot of stuff fed to us that feeds our mm-hmm. fear and paranoia. Suspicion, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it sounds like you live in a nice neighborhood with nice people around you, and as long as you're there supervising your, while well, he's very small, or he or she, I, I don't think she says. our. Oh, uh, maybe she has more than one more than one kid. But anyway, in talk to your kids, too. No one gets to touch you if you're not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. You are in charge of who touches you and where. Right. At all times throughout your whole life. Um, you know, I prefer that you, you could even come out and say, don't hug strangers, never hug and, and strangers and even people that are acquaintances just explain the difference between an acquaintance and a friend. Uh, no one should be hugging you or making you do things that you don't want to do. I, you know, these are opportunities to talk to your kid.
0: I think that on this particular situation, she's, Definitely suffering from a heightened state of alert that is unnecessary. Yeah. Now, I you, could be uh, wrong. Right. I'm not saying this is bad advice, not good advice. We call it that for a reason.
2: <laughs> but yeah. I, I believe
0: you have a possibility of a great neighborly situation there. And and, and that is a, the best possible scenario yes. you could have is that you've got great neighbors that love kids and you've got a kid and they've got a kid and everything could be really cool. I would say don't go drinking with them because you don't want no trouble. But yeah. that's but in this, this isn't they come over and get shit-faced and, and the husband hits on me. Right. This is <laughs> the lady showed affection to your kid. I don't right. see that being a problem.
1: And look, that just means you have a really cute kid. Maybe right. that's right. it. Maybe, mm-hmm. she, maybe that kid's irresistible.
0: Oh, my God, you're
1: adorable. I can just eat you up. Oh, get over here. Tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> it's weird, but, you know, some people are like that. And that's okay. That's who it takes all types. But yeah, I think that you could wind up being the problem in this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> if you are no. like getting into fisticuffs with the neighbor lady. Cause she's. No, it's I okay just, to
0: be concerned. You sure. You should, of course you should always be concerned. To, They're your children. Hide your kids. Hide, your, hide wife, your wife. All that. Yep. It's important. It is. Isn't that sad though? The reality that like, I'll see the neighbor boy and be like, Hey, neighbor boy. Neighbor girl, I'm like, I don't know that person. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay low. I feel like it's, it's inappropriate so sad. for me to acknowledge her. It's super, super sad. It sucks. You no, know, it's
1: weird. It's funny because uh, that's. It's almost like a the opposite. It's almost like a too far of a reaction or well, something, right?
0: But I don't want anybody no, no to be no trouble, right? Misconstrue me being friendly as just basically what we're talking about now. Right? There's a lady mm-hmm. who was friendly. And you're suspicious of her Well, a guy being friendly to a young lady. I don't need that trouble in my life.
1: Right. Someone looking out a window who doesn't know you're talking about, you know, oh, did you see down at the park? There's blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's its uh, Vinny laughing and some young girl. They'd be like, oh, my God, what is that is so inappropriate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm getting on next door right now.
0: It's sad, but it's the truth. And there have been times where the parents I've talked to a parent of a of a young lady who was like, "Oh, you know, my daughter really is looking into broadcasting as yep. a," and I was like, "Okay, I'll talk to her." But, but prior to that, that sort of parent setup, I never talked to that chick. Nope. And it's just because I, I'm very careful. I don't. Well, want you don't anyone... want to give anybody that creep vibe, right? Because right. that's,
1: that's sticky stuff. You know, it really is. Even when, which is why I think that the the Me Too movement can be dangerous for people who just kind of want to shit on someone else. Mm -hmm. Like even allegations of that, that are just because so many times it's, it's baseless. It's like people who accuse a guy of rape who didn't rape them because they hate him. And they're so mad at him because he broke up with them or whatever. And then they accuse him of something that he didn't do. And it just doesn't matter. That's on him. Now you've just put that stink on him. And no matter how much he screams and pleads his innocence, uh, it's always, even if he proves it, it's still oh that's the guy who went to he went on trial for rape right. or whatever right. you know whatever it is, uh yeah you gotta guys, you gotta be careful it is unfortunate it's reality though that's for sure, yeah. um all right well I don't think we have time to do another one but I want to thank KT and tell you that if you'd like to uh, get a bad advice in or if you have an idea for a topic what have you uh, for the secret show, uh and I and I have gotten your emails where you really just want to hear us. Talking about, you know, ass sex or something. I get it. Are you (laughs) avoiding those? Well, some of them are so obvious. They're just asking. Well, Sarah, you have shown yourself
0: to be the expert on ass sex. So there's no question. I am the
1: opposite of the, uh, I have no idea about that. Yesterday when
0: I said, oh, well, in order to access that area, you need to push back on the thighs. And you were like, no, you don't. And I'm like, oh, well, (laughs) you would know. (laughs) (laughs) Ass sex queen. I I saw it in a gay (laughs) porn once. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> nice, I have Sarah. no knowledge
1: of that whatsoever. Uh-huh. I believe what you want. You seem to be the expert in it.
0: Well, yeah, I need access. I don't
1: know what you're talking about. I don't know how I'm yeah, supposed to look, slide just
0: between your uh, with that you, telling you what I saw on a point. Up underneath in the uh, I was like, but please it's... make me turn this
1: off. What is
0: this drek? I don't want to watch this. This is All awful. Right. <laughs>
1: That man doesn't look like he's enjoying it. Listen to him scream. Oh.
0: Anyway, send us your ass sex stories. We love <laughs> no, them.
1: No, don't <laughs> actually stories are fine. We like stories. And mm-hmm. actually if you have a good really good story, include a phone number. It was uh it was fun having El Hombre on last week and oh, I right, I yeah. wouldn't mind a few more of those stories.
0: Oh, remember that lady that told the the, the uh, story yep, at the, the Secret fist, Show the in Sonoma. Story. Oh yeah, yeah, that was gnarly. and then and then when we met her after the thing, like you're in the show and you're busy with all this, you meet her after. She's the cutest little thing in the tiny, world, tiny, tiny. And I'm you're like, like oh, God, you can't do that Your fist in, guys <laughs> well, my fists are so tiny <laughs> who does that yeah,
1: her arm is Ooh, like the size of little the arms. arms yeah the pillow the hands are gonna make it there <laughs> sorry your pillow <laughs> hands they just they just boof off the back <laughs> i can't get it in i don't know what to
2: do <laughs> <laughs> all right really i think we were done a while ago Vinny,
1: give me the magic words
0: the end